is Gemara Numa Daf Samochas, learning Shabbos Chos for Hashem. If a man of a maid raised with such a mistake and raised the idol, sorry, basking under the tzvasim as Chayzei Yisrael b'Mindol, Eliyaz their parents when they travel Eishol Masnami b'Shavayu Shirachan Shmuel b'Tila Daniel b'Nachan raised with Chayyim b'Tila Brachah was to a Musa. Adin Eina b'Shin b'Mindol Sivim b'Fikav Verdin b'Chel Yisrael b'Tila Hu b'Fikav Bas b'Shava b'Avtali Shiv b'Chlaster b'Sorosh Achali Yisrael as well as the Chos Shidduch for Adalei Bas Ita as well as the Chos Shidduch for Yisrael Chayyim Ben Devayra. We pick it up on the bottom of Samach Zayin Amud Beis. And we continue the Avaidah. We're out up to almost the final stages of the Avaidah as we're now going to go and we're going to figure out what to do with the remainder, the rest of the par in this year. We already dealt with the blood, we already dealt with the shechita, of course, at first, with the respective vidois that were, of course, referring to this year, La Hashem, this year which was shechted. We dealt with the dam, we caught the blood, we sprinkled the lefnaif, lefnaim, we sprinkled it on the parechas, we mixed the blood and we put it on the mezbeach. And now says the Mishnah, on Samach Zayin Mudbeiz, the end of the Mishnah, end of the Amr, excuse me, year he comes next to his pyre the bull and this year the goat and his rothen that are going to be burned meaning the remainder of the animal karan vaitsiyas murayam you rip open those animals and you remove the different emurim the different parts of the animal nostan bimagis you put in a bowl veiktirin algam mizbeach and you burn it on the mizbeach the mishnah sounds like you burn it right now the Gemara is in disgust. That's not so simple. Kalon, you intertwine the maklois in a stick. You intertwine the par and the seer, the different animals together. <coughs> you braid them together. And you put them on maklois on sticks. But see in the base Reva. And she will see exactly. But see the base Reva, you take him out to a place that you're going to burn them. At what point are the begotten of the person bringing out the animal's t- clothing become Tamei? When it goes outside the walls of the Azara of Shimonai, no, not just when you take it out, when the fire grabs hold of the majority of the Imurim. So the final stages, the remainders of the par in this ear, intertwining them, putting them in the bowl, and the subsequent burning them. Says the Gemara Vektiran, Salkadaitoch. Do you think that you burn it right now? Like we pointed out in the Mishnah. It sounds like you throw it in the bowl and you go burn it. Ela'ima says the Gemara, You put them in a bowl for the eventual ver- burning on the Mizbeach. I said sticks. But you breed the two animals, says the Gemara, Amr Av Yechelen, Kimin, Kliya, like a braid. Ta'ano, we learned in the Mishnah, Loya, Minatchon, Nituach, Basar, Oila. They did not cut up the animal like they would do by an Oila, which means they would first dismember it, they first rip it into pieces, and then they will, excuse me, they would first um, take off the skin, then dismember it. That's where they do the oila. They would, does not do that over here. Rather, rather they would cut it into pieces while it was still on the R, while it was still on the hide. Not immediately from where do we know this? Says the Gemara, two lines from the bottom. The Italians learned that a rice Rabbi Oimer Nemer can or Ubasar Uparesh. It says over here, hide, meat, and waste. Minemar la alon. 
And it says with regard to burning the coin gadol's par or ubas or uparish, the same three items. As we move over to some chesam and alf, explains the gemara malahala and aliyadei mituach v'loy aliyadei hefshit. Just like over there by the coin gadol, it means you cut it up, and it does not mean you do hefshit. You skin the animal afkan aliyadei mituach v'loy aliyadei hefshit. That you cut it up and you do not skin it. So what's unique over here is the carbon ayla. They first skinned and then they cut it up. This and they're cutting up with the skin. But now I asked the Gemara, very good, he told me we learned that from the power of the going Gadol. Vahasaminal, and where do we know they did over there? Explains the Gemara, the Tanya, the Kirbo, you parashai. Now what does it say? That inners and the waste, you have to take it out of the entire camp. You take out the entire animal outside of the camp, that you don't cut it up. So you would think, again, this is the power of the Kohen Gadol. You would think that maybe the same thing is true. Maybe you have to burn it when it's whole as well. And we explain further, not only do you cut up the animal. So maybe you as well need to skin it. What do we learn out from there? Just like the Pirshai, the waste is Bikirbai, is inside the animal, so too the Bisarai is Bairai, the, the flesh is inside the skin. And this is the Makar says, the Gemara, that you dismember, you cut up the animal before you skin the animal. And the Mishnah concluded teaching us, one of the begotten, one of the clothing of the person carrying out the animal become Tame. And we had a Machlaikas, whether it's when you leave the walls of Yushalai. Or whether it's when the majority of the animal takes hold on the fire. Now the Gemara explains where we got this from. It says in the Torah that with regard to this pyre and this ear, you take them out of the camp and there you shall burn them. Now elsewhere, we find. This is by the power of the Kohen Gadol and the power of when the, the entire Klai saw the Navira. What do we find over there? You got to take them outside, not just outside the base. And maybe Shal said all three Machanais, something we've spoken about Machana Levia, Machana Shechina, and Machana Yisraelim, all the way outside of all the camps. And over here, by our case, you only have to take them out of one camp. You only have to take them out of the base of Migdash, but not. The entire Yushalayim. So why does the Torah say outside of the camp? Learn Melchatish. You keep it. You have the Chosla Machane. Achas Metamim Bigadim. Says the Gemara. We have a special limud that we know you really have to take the animal all the way outside the camp. So why did the Torah say Chosla Machane? Teach you a different thing. Teach that once you take it outside the camp, the clothing becomes Tamei. Says the Gemara. How do we know when it comes to the power of the Kohen Gadol, the power shall endeavor shall tzibar when the entire Klaisal doesn't have era? How do we know over there, like we said, has to go outside all three camps to Tanya? We learned in Abraisa. You got to take it out of all three camps. Or maybe it means only outside of one camp. When the Torah teaches me, 
the para ida, with regard to the par of the ida, the entire congregation, and then it says you should go outside the camp. Shein Tamulaimer didn't have to say that. Didn't have to say you bring it outside the camp. We already know you got a pearl like the other par. So So why did the Torah go out of the way to speak out? Bring it outside of the camp. So the first stage was bring it outside camp number one. Then we have an extra tell me camp number two. Again. And that's when we see even the third camp, you got to take it all the way outside, outside of Yushalayim in its entirety. What does Rav Shimon hold? What does Rav Shimon do with the Pasuk that says, He's in for a different price. Rav Lazar, it means outside all three camps. Excuse me, just like over there, it's on the east. So do over here, it's on the east. That's how Rav Shimon learns. So he uses the words, he's just a different din, all three camps, and on the east of Jerusalem. For Rabbanon, according to Rabbanon, which is a Tanakam of our Mishnah, where do you burn it? How do you know which direction? You don't have this boss. As you learned in Abraisa, where are the par in this year? Where is it burnt? As we turn over to Samachesim and Bees, and everyone can see the end of the parak in sight. You burn it to the north of Yushalayim. Because he does not have that special plastic, so he comes out that it's going to be on the north. You burn it on the base adash in the place where they burn the base adash and the excess ashes. So it says the Gemara with the Tanakama that disagreed with Rabbi Yaisi. Who is that? Omar Rava, Mantana, the Polygolator, Rabbi Yaisi, Rabbi Yezer ben Yaakov, you, the Tanya, Shvaich Adashen, Yisarif, Sheila Shem Adashen. That's the Tanakama. Rabbi Yaisi ben Yaakov, Aymashi, Mekoimai, Mishubach. They teach you that the place. It should be mishupach, which means it should be fit for pouring. What is something that's fit for pouring? Something on a slant that it rolls down. So Rav Yaakov does not learn from the Basik. The place has to be put in the same place where the ashes were placed, but rather it has to do with the type of land that it's on. Maybe that's Machlaikas, whether the area is on a slant or not, says the Gemara, but they really they both agree that it has to be the place where the ashes are put. Moving along, once we now know. Or you put those that carbon on a rabbanan. The pasuk says, "One who burns it." You know that teaches us. Not when the lights a fire. Not the one. That puts together the pyre. Ve Vezeh, excuse me, in the first white line. Hasayrif, Zamasayev, Shasrefa. That's the one that helps at the time of the burning. Yoh, Lamishana Seva Mitam and Begadim. I would have thought even the one 
that deals with the animal even after it becomes ash. Tamalaymar oisam. That it says in the Torah, oisam, oisam idam begadim. Veloim yishenas eivam idam begadim. Only if you're dealing with it prior. Not once it becomes totally burnt and no longer makes the kain dealing with it have his clothing become tamay. Rav Lazar, Rav Shimon, Aimer, Apar, Metame, Nitacha, Basar, Enei Metame, the animal itself. Is that which is going to be mitame, making pure. But now, once the meat is decomposed, it's smelly already, it's no longer mitame, begotten, my benayu, ik benayu. Excuse me, ain't a time begotten, my benayu, benayu, de shavye, charucha. What's going to be the difference between these two sheetas is going to be when it's fully charred, but it's not ash. That's like the stage before. You know, you have like the charcoal and then it falls apart into ash. That's going to be the nach, the, that's going to be the chalik, the difference in these two opinions. Says the Mishnah as we finish off this parak, Amru they say to the guy in God, the goat reached the midbar. Now let's let's uh, maybe fix the mistake. Yeah, the Mishnah a few days ago we explained that the Mishnah says that really the Kayhanim could be the one to bring out this ear, this ear la Azazel. But they were Makbid to do what? We read the Mishnah, it sounds like they were Makbid to have the Kain God will bring it out. And then in the subsequent Gemaras, we kept on pointing out that it seems from the Gemara, the Kain God didn't bring it because he's back in the base of Migdash. It seems he had different Kayhanim. So that Mishnah really is other gear size to learn that they were makbid to have kain gedolim bring it. They were makbid to have a kain bring it and not a Israel. So, but now based over that detail, says our Mishnah, the kain gadol is waiting. So Amr the kain gadol, they would tell the kain gadol, "Give us here the mitzvah for the goat." Has reached the desert. How do they know that the goat is in the desert? They would set up watchmen. And they would wave flags. They would wave different handkerchiefs. And with that, they would know a relay system that the goat has reached the midbar. Says Rabbi Yehuda, one second. But they had a simin. Cause from Yushalayim, Adbeis Chiduda Yishalosham Milim took them time to walk three mil. Hoylchen mil v'chayzer mil v'shayin g'day mil. And therefore, how do they know when the three mil passed? They walked one mil. Then they came back one mil. That's two mil. And they waited them out of time to walk a mil. So that would be the three mil. And that's how they know that this year reached the desert. V'yaydishegias here lemidbar. They didn't actually have to need the flags. Rabbi Shmuelayim Avlei Simen Acharayilam. They had a different way of knowing. Which we've learned, we have this red wall. Remember, we had a machlaik is where they tie the red walls. So Rav Lazar of Shimon says, who's ta- excuse me, Rav Shmuel says, who's tied by the doorway to the ulab to the echel, and that's how they knew when the seer made it there when it turned white. That your sins will turn white, knowing that they got the utmost kapara. So three different opinions, how they knew, whether they did signs, whether they knew based on the amount of distance, or whether they knew for the fact that the, the red wall turned white when this ear made it to the cliff. We see from our mission that the area with the cliff was in the desert. Ask the Gemara of Akamash Milan. Excuse me, not a kasha. And says the Gemara, this teaches the Gesavar Rabbi Yehuda, Kibshegiyas Seir, the Midrash Nasa Mitzvah. Say that's its mitzvah, and that's when 
they would tell the Kayin Gadol who's waiting in the base Hamikdash, Hadron Alach Shnei Zirim, we should do a Chazara of this amazing parak, the parak dealing with the final stages almost of the Avaida, the stages of the two Zirim of the two ghosts, the Sir Lashem, the Sir Lazazel. And just to mention one last time, we learned over here, this is where Gol Chal Yisrael gets the Kapara, like we spoke about, because what they do with the Vidoy on this year, on this year, which is going to be thrown off the cliff, was for Av Chabes Yisrael. Machleik is whether that includes the Kayanim or not, but certainly for all the Israel amongst us, that is the point that we must remember. By the Avaidah, if we're not sitting in the Gbisa Migdash and we're reading the Avaidah, if it comes to that point, we have to remember that at the point of the Sirlo Mishtalech, that is where our Kapara is coming, and we should have the Amos Kavana there, and Hadron Allah, we should be Zaycha to finish many, many more. Misachtais, actually, Parakim, and ultimately, very soon, the Misachta together. Says the Mishnah, beginning the seventh parak. Now the Kohen Gadol finished basically the entire Avaidah. Says the Mishnah, he came to Ezra's Nashim, the woman's courtyard. And now it was time for Kriya Satira. To read the portions of the Tyra for Yom Kippur. Emrat to Lakers Big Day Boats, Kaira. Interesting Allah, he's allowed to wear what he wants. If you want your Big Day Boats, the linen clothing is allowed. Kaira, Bim Lav, Kaira, Bitsalislavan. If not, he would wear a white robe, his own personal clothing, while he read from the Torah. Mishalah, that was his own. Chazin HaKnesset Noitel Seber Torah V'Nasal Reish HaKnesset. The Chazin would take the Torah and give it to the head of the Shul. V'Reish HaKnesset Noitel Eskan to the deputy, to the right man, hand to the Kohen Gadol. Eskan Noitel Kohen Gadol. The Kohen Gadol, I made you stand up. Umikabel, and of course, the Gemara is going to go through each and every stage of this story. The Kaire, and what would the Kohen Gadol read? Achremais of Achba Asar. He would read the Parshios of Achremais, and as well the Parshios of Achba Asar. The Kaila Saver Torah. Then he would wind the Saver Torah, and he would put it back into his, uh, into his chest. Vaimer. And the Kohen Gadol would say, Yo, Yisir Mimashik, Rasulim Nechel Kosov, Kaira. It says a lot more in the Torah. I only read a little piece. Uba Asar, Shabachomish, Habakudim, and as well. He would read the passage of Vaasar in Chumash and Bamidbar. Excuse me. He would read that Baalpeh. He would read that by heart. He would read on it. And he would recite, the Kohen Gadol would recite eight brachas when he started reading the Torah. Then he would proceed with the rest of the davening, which the Gemara, of course, is going to go and dissect each and every one of these brachas, figure out where it came from, what it came from, etc. Says the Mishnah, almost an interesting statement. If you see the Kohen God reading the Torah, you don't see the animal being thrown off the cliff, which sounds almost like funny. What's it telling us? If I'm in the base to make this, I'm not by the cliff. Okay, we'll see in the Gemara. But Raya Parv is here and it's rough him, and if you see. The par in this year is getting burnt. They don't run Kohen Gadol. You don't receive the Kohen Gadol. But let me nation a Rasha, not because you're not allowed to. He said, "Derech Chaykom Lecha Shneim Shavakach," as they both were equal as one. Which again, we'll see in the Gemara what exactly 
this means. As it's a bit early, let's just get a start on the Gemara. Says the Gemara Medictani, it's the Lislavan. It said in the Mishnah that either the Kohen Gadol wears the white garments or he wears his own personal white robe when he reads from the Torah. Mishaloy of his own. What's the obvious implication? If it was a proper avoid, of course he'd have to wear the big day kuna. For the fact that we're allowing him to wear his own clothing must be, says the Gemara, it's not a proper avoida. But says the Gemara, one second, Vikatani, but we learned them right to Lakers big day bots. Kaira, if he wants to read in the Kohen Gadol clothing, he's allowed to. And from there it sounds like Shramidis Rasmina, big day kuna nindali hanes. You know what this shows us? It shows that the big day kuna is allowed to get benefit from and therefore if he wants to read it while we're in the big day love and he's allowed. Says the Gemara, one second, Dalma Shiny Kriya Avoidi. Maybe the only reason we let him read again, this is the beginning of a big discussion. Can the Kohen Gadol get personal benefit from the clothing? Says the Gemara, seem to have a beautiful Raya. Because we see in the Mishnah that he's allowed to wear his Kohen Gadol clothing while reading in the Torah. Says the Gemara, no Raya. Because Dilma Shiny Kriya Ditsarech Avoidi. Even if you don't call it a proper Avoida, but it's still part, it's still a bit. It's not something no Shaykh, it's not something random. So maybe we can't bring a Raya whether you can get benefit from the clothing of the Kohen Gadol. As the Gemara says, the this is a fundamental Shiloh that they asked in Beis Medrash. Are you allowed to get benefit or not? Tashema says the Gemara, four lines from the bottom. Let's start the Rayos, whether you can benefit or not for the Big Dikuna. We'll pick up from here tomorrow. They will not sleep in their holy clothing. She know who Sounds like they didn't sleep in it. Sounds like they would eat in it. Seems like you have benefit. Again, eating is part of the Avaita. Why is he eating part of the Avaita? Because the eating of the Kayhanim was such a holy endeavor. The eating itself is what gave the Bailim, gave the owner of the Kabara. So says the Gemara, maybe that's why you can eat in your clothing, because it's part of the Kabara. Says the Gemara in the last line, she knew the lie. But he's allowed to walk in the clothing. But what do we see? That really should not be allowed to walk in the clothing as well. Moving along to. That's the Chiddush. The Chiddush is that they're allowed to take it off, fold it up, and put it under their pillow, which is also a form, as we'll see, perhaps of benefiting from the clothing, which Amir Tashem will pick up from tomorrow.